0: Welcome to the Writer's Hour, where we have creative conversations with up-and-coming authors on their latest books. This is the place to be if you wish to get a preview of new books that are available for the voracious bibliophile, as well as the story behind the story for the voyeur who wishes a peek behind the creative curtain. Here's your host, Janine Bolin.
1: Welcome to the Writer's Hour Creative Conversations. This is your host, Janine Bolin, and I cannot tell you how how excited I am to have Reem Musa today and... The reason for that is we had kind of a little bit of a stumbling block as we were trying to get this podcast to work just because of our crazy schedules and the fact that we're both mothers. We both have children that are distance learning right now and trying to coordinate our schedules was a little bit of a challenge. But Reem hung in there with me and was able to show up today. I wanted to talk to you about the book, Not a Follower. It's a do-it-yourself guide to manifesting Discovering Yourself and Creating Your Future, it is a bit of an autobiography. She talks about quite a bit of the experiences she had, but this is a book that if you've ever had an idea, if you've ever wanted to create a business, or if you had a dream that you felt was just too big, too big for where you were, then you need to get her book, not a follower. Raymond and I are going to discuss how she was able to achieve huge dreams, dreams that would want her to curl up in the fetal position because they were just so big and yet she achieved every single one. Thank you for being with us today, Reem.
0: Hello, Jeannie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and I'm so happy that we finally we made it, both <laughs> of us, with our business casuals. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> it was it was definitely challenging. Now one of the things that's delightful about your book is not only Most people will use a lot of case studies and other people's experiences. And this book is just loaded with your personal journey on how you wanted to get your manifestation of your dreams. Do you mind sharing with us a little bit about what was the impetus? What was the start of this book for you?
0: Well, this book, when I started writing this book, honestly, I had no idea what did I want to write all what I knew that I wanted to write a book and being a mom taking care of my girls not doing anything you know just not doing I wouldn't say not doing anything because being a mom is a very big (laughs) thing and it is one of my challenges my biggest challenges being a mom but you know staying home just taking care of your kids and all of a sudden you feel there there are dreams inside you that you would love to find yourself more And that's when I started my journey, just looking for myself, seeking my true inner self. When I found out that God has been just sending me and providing me with all these unexpected experiences that I wouldn't even dreamt of before. But now, understanding how the universe works, I understood that was me from the beginning. It was my intentions of experiencing something that I unexpected for me. So while I was going through the experience and uh, I found out that every single workshop I would attend people will be or the attendees will be asking me how uh, long have been I have been following these teachers and I was always a seeker for knowledge. I've never wanted to be a follower and that wasn't something inside me. When one day I was sitting with my husband and I was telling him, you know what, I just do not want to be a follower. I just want to be myself. And then I looked at him, I'm like, hmm, that can be a really good title for a book. So I'm going to use it for my book. And that was all what I had. It was the title, not a follower. And then every now, then you think about what do you want to add? And that was the challenge because I I didn't want to talk about myself. It it wasn't about me. It it is about you as a reader to find a piece that will serve you and will fill a gap that you're looking for. That's why I did the book. And I thought I I didn't expect the ending of the book to be an app because I was writing while I was going till we – had the beautiful ending of having the app outside in the market.
1: And that's the beautiful thing about that is you really do practice what you preach. You actually do walk your talk. You're very authentic. And it was one of those things that at the end of the book, there is an app that you were supposed to make. And who would have known that at the end of the journey, that would Mm -hmm. have been the product of all of that. And and I understand perfectly, because at the end of my walk was multiple podcast programs. Mm-hmm. I had no intention of ever getting into that field again. So let's talk a little bit about this, not a follower, because the way you have the the books br- broken up is wonderful, because you start off with part one, mm-hmm. doubt. <laughs> part <Exactly>. two, faith. <laughs> You know, because we... and part three, action, but you had to go through doubt and faith, and mm. then action. And a lot of people skip all that. So yes, what were you going to say?
0: You know, because I I do believe that uh, we all have the doubt inside us, and I, and my intention was, as I said to, for you to find a peace while as a reader. So it shows that every one of us. Even, I'm sure, even yourself, when you started your podcast, you had all the doubts in the world. It's not easy to start anything. Any new project always starts with a doubt. So uh, we felt that it would be easier. So if you want to read the first part, it will be enough for you if this is all what you need. And if you want to read just the third part, it should be enough if this is all what you're looking for. So we thought it would be easier to break it up for you as a reader and just read whatever you feel that this is the right place for you.
1: So I do want to talk a little bit about that. As writers, one of the things writers run into is their self-doubt. And until they conquer that, they won't be able to complete their Mm. books. It's Mm. one of those things that there's a lot of self-talk that is highly destructive. And you're sitting there with the keyboard. You're wanting to beat it against your head as you're sitting there trying to write. And one of the things that comes out of that is who would ever want to read this? Nobody will ever want to read Mm -hmm. this garbage that I'm I'm putting on the page here. There, all that doubt is in there. And when for you did you transition out of doubt and just move into the walk of faith? Was it a single moment or was it a series of events?
0: I believe it was every single moment. It started from the beginning of my journey. I had all the doubts in the world. Like if you will ask my kids, all what they witnessed was Tears. Tears, I would say once a week. I would ask tears. You know, because you're not just doubting yourself. You're cracking the shells that you have around you. So you want to crack it for your true self to be out. And that's not easy. It does require a lot of uh, believing in yourself. Uh, Love what you're doing. Having the passion. Having the vision. And you seriously, and this is, I think, what I just was seeing, I was saying my kids one time that all that I was seeing, I believe it was just my vision. I just, you know, blinded myself, I could not see anything except my vision. But going there, it was, it was challenging, but if you would ask me, it, it was worth it. I, if I would go back, I, was, I would just go through the same challenges because it is who I am right now and I'm so happy that I was able to find my true self after this long journey.
1: And that is true. It is a definite journey of a thousand, you know, starts with a thousand steps, but you definitely did a lot of walking and Chapter four, you're talking about how Wayne Dyer teaches me to ask for what I want. And I just loved it that you were able to get pictures of yourself with him. And there was a lot of manifesting. You were raising your frequency. There were a lot of things that had to come into play for you to be able to get the pictures that you have in your book. Mm -hmm. So learning to ask for what you want. Now, that kind of goes against a lot of the training many women have when they're growing up. We're not taught to ask for what we want.
0: Very. We're taught actually to complain. (laughs) So complaining is the only thing that we're taught to learn. So I'm (laughs) like, okay, how about stop complaining and start asking? And you know what? It does really require some kind of, um, I wouldn't say talent, but practice you have to practice how to ask now with Wayne Dyer since he's a teacher that I truly loved him so much I love the way he talks he's so simple so authentic even when I met him I I was actually in the aha moment because his energy even it was more than what I saw on uh, YouTube or when I used to listen to him when I saw him he's he's like a light person And when I was there, I'm like, that's it, I have to talk to him. And that was the first manifestation, as you saw in the book, when I told him, you know, I'm writing a book, when back then there wasn't even an idea for a book. Yet I had to lie, you know, just to show that I'm an important person. You know, like I'm writing a book, let's take a picture. And he was nice enough with his, you know, everyone was watching and he was ready to start his uh, workshop when I just came in, and I'm like, let's take a picture, and he accepted. He was really genuine and sincere when I talked to him.
1: It is wonderful when you meet highly successful people who are mm-hmm. authentic and walking their walk, and you meet these incredibly brilliant personalities, and yet you find out just how approachable they really are. They didn't get to where they were by being cruel or inhumane. They got to where they were because they were just good, solid, good people, good humans on planet earth. And that's always been a delight for me anyway, when I've been able to meet folks. One of the things I found very helpful in your book was you have two things. Each time you have gifts like Mm -hmm. at the end of each chapter the gift that you received the lesson some people would say lesson but i love the way you rephrase you phrase it as a gift but the other thing is you have manifesting tips throughout the book you have these little blocks manifesting tip this manifesting tip Mm -hmm. that Um, do you mind uh, sharing with us what brought you to that format why why did you feel that was something you wanted to give to the reader
0: um, well, I love helping others and this is me. I'm very well known. Even if I have like a great recipe, I will give it to you. So anything I would know about, I love to share my knowledge with everyone. And I did learned one thing. The more you give, the more you receive. So the more you teach people how to manifest and for them achieving their dream it's going to affect you before it affects even them. And when we use gifts, instead of lessons, when I did the brain hacking, I did understand that there are uh, energy for words. So you using certain words, it will elevate your vibe and it will elevate your energy. So the word gift has a higher frequency than the lesson word. So using the gift, that means this is for you. This is not your lesson. This is your gift. And you can take it and use it. It's up to you. And you may just leave it and say, no, you know what? This is not the right time for me. So I thought it will give you the higher vibration for your energy to help you out as well. And uh, I'm a manifestor in my life. This is what I teach my kids. And this is what we live in the house. And that's why I also started my own podcast, A New Dream with Dream, When Spirituality Meets Reality. Because I do believe if you seriously, truly understand spirituality and manifestation, you have to achieve your true self and success. Because it's all about us. It's all about uh, our true selves. And life is fun. We are here to enjoy life. So why not to manifest, might as well. And all of course starts from asking. So asking, manifesting, I think I believe I'm able not to create a formula for manifestation for myself, but you might take just a piece and apply it to your pieces and it will also complete your uh, way of manifestation. So it doesn't have to be all my formula. You have to create your own formula as well.
1: Right. And by taking on little bits and pieces of other people who have been successful, you kind of customize a path or a journey for yourself. And it works out well. I, I agree with you. That was one of the things that I learned in my life was that there are frequencies or vibrations for certain words because my father was in the military. Mm -hmm. traveled around so much, I learned English three different ways, depending upon what country I was in, English was used differently. And so I learned the power of words and the frequency because some cultures, I found their words much better than the way uh, an American would speak in that English. And it was a lot of fun for me to really play around with words. But as Mm -hmm. writers were very aware of word choice. And Mm -hmm. I encourage people also be careful in your speaking because one of the things I learned from attorneys that are used to having courts uh, scripts from court being transcripts, they're like, when they're speaking, they actually see the sentences above their head because they're so aware that every word that they're saying is being recorded. And so when I heard that, I then really began to see the power because I, like you said, Starting to change the way you use words. So instead of things being challenges, some people may say they're lessons. But if you mm. really want to move the le- you know up from challenges, okay, start using lessons, but then eventually get to seeing it as a gift, as you said so beautifully in your book. I, I just I really enjoyed that part. Thank then you. on then on chapter 10, I absolutely loved the title. Ream inspires ream. You were actually starting to get to a point where you were so harmonious with what you wanted to manifest, your future self, that you were able to inspire yourself. And that really is the goal of every creative. Anybody, if you're doing any kind of creativity, you want to be able to inspire yourself. Do you mind talking a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, of course. Well, you know, because at the beginning when I was attending all these workshops, I was always inspired by my teachers so going attending workshops it will always elevate my energy my emotions so I did find myself um, manifesting faster but then what so now I'm going just to jump from workshop to workshop attending these workshops for me to be able to achieve my manifestations faster so I realized this is when I have to look at myself love myself enough And be aware that I am enough and I can inspire myself. And I have to say that was not easy. You inspiring (laughs) yourself, it does require a lot of work, but this is the work that you need to put on yourself and invest your time and to take care of yourself, to love yourself, allow yourself to inspire yourself. You have to look at yourself and you feel inspired just by being now alive and uh, living the uh, the experiences that you're creating yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I just love, up till now, I do believe I do get still inspired by others and I do get inspired by uh, even my kids. Any story that comes in my way, it inspires me. I still enjoy it, but mostly I love to be inspired by my vision and to allow it to motivate me, drive me, and make sure that it's always alive inside me.
1: I agree. It was one of the most uh, beautiful aspects. I mean, I enjoyed your entire book. There really isn't any Thank one you. thing. But I think as a fellow creative, I connected with you in that when I was like, ah, yes, that point when we accept ourselves ourselves, warts and all as they say uh you know when we see ourselves for the fragile human that we are mm-hmm. but at the same time we see that divine spark that we know is perfection and we'll do our best yeah. to harmonize with it you know
0: very true. Very yeah
1: and and so just as a reader i really connected with you in chapter 10 and i was like i'm I so understand. happy <laughs> yeah um but then i i want to move on to chapter 18 when you're moving through this vision, you have this vision that all of a sudden, this app that you're supposed to build starts coming in. What did you call that again?
0: Patagia.
1: Patagia, that's right. And then I loved it because right as that was starting to come in, then you have this manifesting tip that you put in there and you say, forgive me as I read, it says, this is what happens when you manifest. You have your intuitive download and it's good. Then Mm -hmm. you put it out into the world and you listen to others' fears. You stir your own doubts. You get pulled away from your intuition. The thing is, when you know, when you know this is what's likely to happen, you can be ready for it. Just keep going. I totally understand that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know there. <laughs> yeah you took me back when you read it because listening to someone reading your book and just it took me back to when I started again because I remember when I had the download uh, of course I didn't even maybe intuitively intentionally before a long time ago I used to just you know talk to my friends and I would tell them maybe it's about time to have a social media because we cannot fight these social medias that is affecting our kids. Maybe if we can have another one. So it was just a talk, chit chat with your friends. But I did not expect that God is going to give me all this download. And he's like, okay, you ask for it. You go and work on it. I didn't even think of it. It was back then, I thought that was really too big for me. But sometimes it's better not to know a lot and just to dive in and you know it's like suiciding you know what I don't know anything so what is the worst that can happen to me nothing I will survive so for me just starting the app and I do remember the first few meetings I wouldn't even talk I would be just sitting with my husband my husband he will be leading the a meeting and I'll be like, uh-huh uh-huh okay whatever you want I'm okay I'm cool with anything you want because you know you know better but and it took me some time to trust my vision myself because I always thought expertise people they know better but honestly sometimes we do know more than they do because it's our vision and no one can see your vision except yourself that's why I always tell people just believe in yourself go after your vision don't ever stop if you know you always hear it from entrepreneurs right they were saying just keep going it's the extra mile and you don't even know when is the extra mile gonna show up you just know that you have to keep walking and if i would just you know tell someone not just to not to stop to enjoy the process because this is what you put yourself on we have to enjoy the expansion we have to enjoy our challenges more maybe i didn't honestly i wouldn't say i did because I was crying a lot I had all my doubts and no one told me you know what enjoy it they always kept telling me you know yeah we understand it's hard no one told me you know why don't you just enjoy it why don't you just enjoy the challenges and what made me you know to keep going it was seeing the end of the tunnel I was always focused on the end of the tunnel how is it gonna look like and would I be happy or would I regret it if I got there? And of course, you know the answer. You'll always be happy. It's always good just to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's boring. Sometimes you need yes to stop. You need to breathe. You need to re-evaluate your steps, making sure that you are still tuned in with the real vision, that you sincerely are having this, you're sincere about this vision. You don't want to just do it right now because you want to prove to others that you can do it. No, you you want to do it because you are still having faith on this vision that you can do the change and that you can achieve what you're dreaming. That's why I will also, them, you know, keep going, enjoy it. Life is fun. Challenges are so much fun. But now we still go through challenges. Challenges does not stop. But now I'm enjoying them, and instead of challenges, as you mentioned, like we call them challenges or lessons, honestly, now while I'm going through the challenge, on the spot, I'm like, okay, I'm aware it's a challenge. Show me my gift. I will just order the gift to show up, right? So I'm like, okay, it's a challenge. I'm not going to call it a challenge. It's my time to receive a new gift. So if I switch my consciousness from, you know, being a challenge to there is a gift. So let me now speak for the gift. Instead, how can I deal with this challenge? It makes it shorter, easier, and faster to manifest because you do not need the challenge anymore. You receive the gift, and you are aware there is a gift. So the challenge will just move away. You will grab your gift, and you will just move on again because there's more gifts are waiting on your way to be received. That's why I told my kids, no more challenges. They're all gifts. And I'm enjoying it now more. It's more fun when you're aware they're gifts, they're not challenges.
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the crux and the whole point of Reem Musa's book, Not a Follower. She learned to see things as gifts. And I highly encourage you to go out, buy her book study up on her. She is a woman to be watching. She is an inspirer as well as an influencer. She is leading the charge on a whole new way of handling your life and how to manifest it so that you can be the best version of you. So not a follower, a a do-it-yourself guide to manifesting, discovering yourself, and creating your future. With Reem Musa, Thank you so much for taking time with us today. It's been a pleasure.
0: Janine, thank you so much. I truly really enjoyed the time with you, and good luck with your podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thank and you. And this is the Writer's Hour with Janine Bolan, creative conversations with this week's guest, Reem Musa, with her book, Not a Follower, one that will definitely go down in the history books as a way of creating the best version of your future talk to you soon and have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Writer's Hour. To hear more about the creative conversations that Janine Bolin is sharing with her listeners, please visit janinebolin.com forward slash guest.